At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what does every grocery store aisle now have in common products that come in paper packaging and we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Good morning. It is the Lombardi Line as we welcome you in. I'm Patrick Maher live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. We head out to New Jersey and say hi to Michael Lombardi on this Saturday. Hi, Michael. Hey, Patrick. How are you? Nice to see you. Good to see you as well. How was your, how was your foray into Texas, huh? Uh, it was nice. I mean, quickly uh, in and out, you know, I was in L- Hill Country where Lyndon Johnson started. It's kind of interesting, you know, always Austin, such a great town. I didn't get a chance to spend much time there. But I urge anybody, anyone, if you are ever in Austin, you got to go to the presidential library. It's the most incredible presidential library you ever go to. The LBJ, it's got unbelievable information and it's and it's right on the campus of the university of texas big recruiting day i think wednesday right is it wednesday the big signing day yeah it's it's big big decisions being made across college football of course the standalone as it should be for army and navy today we'll get into the 121st meeting i think we'd be remiss michael we get to do this for fun those that are dealing in arkansas and illinois and kentucky and missouri and tennessee today we just want to send our best wishes not to sound trite but the tornadoes unprecedented tornadoes sweeping across the country and we just those that are dealing with it and waking up to it and continuing to deal with it we, we send our best no no doubt no doubt this is certainly trying time especially around the holidays so you know we are thinking about you there is no doubt about that first thing I thought about this morning when I read those horrible situations with the weather and Patrick as you are an expert on the weather I mean it is kind of crazy and funky I mean today it's 50 degrees here in, in New Jersey I mean who would have think it it's it's in uh, the middle of December well, today it is 30 degrees in Las Vegas. 
So if you don't think the world is upside down, if you don't think we're headed towards oh some sort gosh. of calamity, I mean, the, it's 32. I know a scientologist that could help us. I know one that could help us. I do. I know one that could help us. Yes, he can't pick football games, but I know one that could help us. <laughs> that is, I mean, it is freezing, bitter cold. So it's it's nice there. It's going to be balmy. I mean, where they're playing MetLife Army-Navy, it's going to be record highs, 66 potentially today. No, no, it's windy now. It is windy. And, it could rain, uh, that, right? Potentially rain. And it's a little bit of mist out there. There's no doubt. But it, it's very warm. I mean, I went I went out to walk the dogs this morning, and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's not December here. You know, it's like, wow, this, I put too many clothes on. This is interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's like well, I, we, we flipped roles today because I got 30 there, here. You've got in the 50s there in Ocean City. Now, it, as we get into it, we're going to go NFL as well today. Stephen Bond's got a bunch of great information for us. But we're going to get into some of these bowl games, 40-plus bowl games. And the big decisions with, I mean, we've never had a bowl season like this, Michael, because of the transfer portal, because of yep. players opting out, and because of the coaching carousel. You have to be very careful as a better before oh, you yeah. invest. You know, like the question I have, and, and obviously I don't know the answer to this, but who's coaching Florida in the bowl game? Is Billy Napier going to coach that game? Or is the Florida staff going to, like, who's coaching the game? I've like, got updates they, on every bowl game I can give you. Let me pull up Florida here let, while you let's continue. Let's talk about it because I think that's really the key component here is what is the continuity of the game? You know, and does the game mean anything? And then keep track of who's coming out and who's not playing. Look, I think, can we stop this nonsense about complaining that players don't play in bowl games when coaches are leaving at a moment's notice? Seriously, can we stop that nonsense? Like, do what's right for you. If you don't want to play in the bowl game, and the bowl game does not have national champion implications, okay? Now, if you bail on a national championship implications, that's on you. you got to live with that one. You're never going to live through that. But if you're playing in the Liberty Bowl and you've you got a pro potential, I understand it. I get it. You're making a business decision. I respect it. It has nothing to do with competitiveness. So I'm glad you brought this up because talking about the impact of the financial repercussions and if a company came to anybody watching the Lombardi line right now and said, I'll give you millions, but you have to stop your current job right now, everybody would say, yeah, of course I yeah. will. And the, the deeper you dig into these, you know, less than 2% of these uh, football players are going to be drafted. So less than 2%, it's 1.6. So think about that. Even if you're the 200th player drafted, you're going to sign a contract for three and a half million dollars. So this no is doubt. just on another level level and it's so it, it's you have to discern you know what over 7,000 players to the 300 that are going to be drafted Michael I mean it's a business decision and it's one for their families no doubt I mean if my man Dominic or Mikey or Leo or Dino if they were all in that situation and I was and I was advising him I would say look if unless it's now if it's a championship game your butt's going to be in it and and I would have to say that to them because they're competitors they're going to want to play in a championship level game but if you're playing in a Liberty Bowl wonderful bowl the Blue Bonnet Bowl, remember that when I was a kid, right? Lovely games. They're all lovely games, but this is a business decision, and I just don't think we as an NFL entity can criticize a kid for making a decision, particularly when the coaches are moving around at a rapid pace. I mean, let's be real honest here. These coaches, I mean, you know, they're not even taking taxis. They're going crazy. <laughs> well, I think Mel Tucker can afford an Uber. I think he can get, yeah. well, you know, when you pick Uber and you go to the XXL, or I think he can afford that. And, you know, somebody just, as you were saying, that popped in my mind. Was it 0-2 with Willis McGahee? National championship game, yeah, tore up his knee. Out. Now, he was drafted 23-24 somewhere in there, but he was going to be a top five pick. So that slotted right. money decreases big time. No doubt. And, and look, I, I, I understand 
it. And I just think from an executive standpoint as evaluation, we want the kids who are most competitive, right? But I also want somebody who's smart, who can make good decisions. And I think this is the right decision. Now, if it's if you're on Alabama's team and you have a chance to put a national championship ring on your finger, you got to compete. you got to go play and deal with what happens down the road later. You'll have insurance. Okay, you'll be protected because this is the world we live in. But I think for any of them, I mean, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. I think you you can't judge these kids based on that. So let's use an example. Let's go Alamo Bowl, Oregon and Oklahoma. Complete yeah. turnover of both coaching staffs. Cristobal's taking most of his staff with him to Miami. Joe Moorhead, who just got a job, is actually going to stay and run the offense for Oregon. And then you go Oklahoma. Lincoln Riley, he was in L.A. when he was coaching his last game already. He's taking his staff there, and Bob Stoops is going to step in. So these are all things as betters we have to be very cognizant of. Yeah, now, I mean, like, Cristobal, not only did he leave, Kevin, Will, uh, uh, Kevin, I think it's Wilson, the, the defense, co-defense coordinator, now become the head coach at Reno, Nevada, Reno. Yeah. So they've lost a bunch of coaches. And, and you know, and I know there's that lull period. Once we get to Wednesday, uh, you know, I think then they can devote their attention back to the programs they were. But there is a sense of not all in, I think, is the case. It, it can't be all in. You know, one way to win a bowl game is you got to be all in. Michigan's all in. Georgia's all in. Alabama's all in. You know, and, and Cincinnati's all in. But are these other programs all in based on all these coaching changes? And, they, and I think that's going to be the hard part. Like, what are you running at Florida? What offense are you running in the cent- in the game? Are you going to run... Billy Napier's offense, are you going to keep the terminology the same, which they will. They will do that. They're not going to change anything. But how do you call the game if somebody there isn't there? And then if who's calling the game? Napier can't call plays for Florida. He doesn't know the terminology. It would be like me going into Greece trying to order something off the menu. I don't know how to speak Greek. Right? That's exactly what it's like. I dare you to try right now. Oopa. No chance. I have no idea. <laughs> no. I couldn't do it. So, Ohio, how about it. Ohio State? I would say something with chicken. <laughs> Give me a kebab. Galena, Galena. I would, I would just say Galena, which is Italian for chicken. Hopefully it translates. So how about coming up on the first of the year? You go Utah, Ohio State, Rose Bowl. Okay, there's no chance that Olave and Garrett Wilson are going to play. Those are two first-rounders, the wide receivers. That's my assumption. That They haven't ruled themselves out. But then you look at Utah, who's on this tremendous heater. This number's dropped from seven. Seven and a half down to six and a half because for Utah to play Ohio State and Whittingham, who's been there forever, I mean, this is a national stage against a top four powerhouse. It's everything to Utah. You better bring your you better bring your big boy shorts out there when, to Ohio State. I mean, you're going to get punched. They're going to the beat mouth. you up. Utah's going to beat gonna, you up. You better bring your big boy pants. You better get ready. You can't go in. You just can't put your toe in the water against Utah. You're just not going to. I'm going to gradually work my way into this game. No, you're going to get punched right in the mouth. And Utah staff's intact. And so, you know, they've Kyle Whittingham, he loves to sit in his room and just watch tape, you know. And, and so once he gets done, you know, I was doing some work on Utah this week. They've never had a better recruiting class than the, than the 33rd. Think about that. Mm-hmm. He's done this through player development, through his will of just coaching the players that fit the scheme within. Inside-out work, and I think it's been remarkable. And can they match up to the skill of Ohio State? I don't know. But one thing we saw at Ohio State against Michigan, Michigan punched him in the mouth. And Ohio State didn't react very well to it.
Whittingham's teams are always tough. He's had overtures from other programs. He's decided to stay there at Utah. And then let's take a look at Pittsburgh and Michigan State. So, Michael, this one opens Pitt-Michigan State. Pitt, four. It's now flipped. Gone through zero. Michigan State's a point-and-a-half favorite. Why? Kenny Pickett. Now, he hasn't officially declared that he's out of this bowl game. However, Pickett, Mark Whipple, he retired. Yeah. And then two seconds later, he was off to Lincoln to hang out with your boy Scott Frost. That's the offensive coordinator. There is no chance Kenny Pickett is going to put this game on tape for NFL teams to evaluate. No, no I, I think that's absolutely correct. We have it at two and a half. Now it's going to end up being, you know, it's going to flip. No, all that's, the way that's a stale down. number. That, it's one, that's it's, a stale it's, number. It's yeah. one and a half the other way. Yeah, so, and Michigan State brings everybody back. Now, does Kenneth Walker play? That'll be fascinating to see. I mean, does he play in this game? Running back who's demonstrated all these incredible skills, who certainly is, you know, he's not going to be a top five back pick, but he's going to be a pick. I mean, he's as good as any He's as good as good any of the backs that go from 20 to 40, you know? I mean, look at it. He, you know, I mean, he's got Nick Chubb. I mean, Nick Chubb wasn't a first rounder because of the medical, not because of his skill. But I think that's the concern. You know, I mean, I think, I think you've got to be really careful here looking at the – if you bet Pitt early – and you took Michigan State and got the points, probably was a smart play. But now in this area, I think you're better off waiting than playing. Mel Tucker's saying nobody's told him directly they've decided not to play, including Kenneth Walker the third. He's expecting him to suit up. My expectations are different than Mel Tucker's. <laughs> I think so, too. Mel Tucker's saying the right thing. I think once signing date's over with and everybody's back into the offices and they're not on the road recruiting and or the hosting players, I think we're going to get some. Look, if I was, if I was Kenneth Walker's father, Father, I would tell him not to play. Kyle, I would. I would. Yeah. And Kyle Hamilton, he could be a two, three, a four, five overall. The safety from Notre Dame, he's opted out. Williams, the running back from Notre Dame, he's probably a day two draftee. He's opted out. So this is, we're going to keep you updated as bowl season gets closer and closer. This is something to keep an eye on. Okay, we're just getting started. Michael Lombardi is back here on the Lombardi line. Army, Navy, and a bunch of NFL. It's coming up here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, first bet, express bet. New customers get $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus when you sign up right now. you got to use that promo code VEGAS1000. Make sure you get in on it. First.com slash guide. VSEN.com slash horses for the information. Again, first bet, express bet is the place to be as we get you back here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Hope you're having a nice day. Again, our thoughts and Uh, wishes to those being affected by the inclement weather and the tornadoes across much of the middle of the country, which is crazy. I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Michael Lombardi. Michael, we haven't spoken since you weren't here on Thursday, so let's discuss what happened on Thursday night. 28 fourth quarter points. (laughs) Somehow, Chase Claypool is going to be blamed, and of course, I want to get your take, but you could probably point to the fact that they were trailing 29-0 in the game and decided not to show up for the first 30 minutes, that being the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, it's almost the Pittsburgh's a little bit like me when I get out of bed in the morning. It takes a little while to get going, right? I mean, like the body, the blood doesn't flow too good. And Ben, you know, I mean, Ben did. We this is a mistake on my part. Ben doesn't practice Wednesday, Thursday, and barely practices on Friday. You know, it takes him a while to warm up. And I, and I think he kind of got warmed up. This was a game to me that, you know, T.J. Watts out of the game, which really helped because the left tackle wasn't going to be able to block him anyway. Uh, and it obviously allowed Kirk Cousins to have. But to me, this is more about Minnesota really not understanding the clock is your opponent, not the Steelers. Like, what are they doing? Like, run the ball. They, they couldn't stop Cook from running the ball. Again, here's the perfect example of redesign the runs to make it go against the defense, right? You've had success. That doesn't mean you stop running the ball. Redesign the runs. And I think they gave them not – when they threw the ball at the in the fourth quarter on that third down to third and 11, like you're not going to get that first down. Like just run the ball, make them use their last time out, right? Yeah. Like make them use their last time out. And, and they didn't do it. To me, Minnesota's there hanging on at the bitter end, hanging on at the bitter end. Yeah, I knew I knew you'd have something to say about this. And then, of course, there's so many things that transpired throughout the game. Chase Claypool celebrating when they got to get that ball back I mean, to the line of scrimmage grow is fascinating. Up, grow up, grow up, please. Like no, but like you made it got a first down. I mean, that's what you get paid to do is to get first downs. Like at some point, grow up, right? 
like nobody wants to see your first down. I mean, I love watching Mick give a first down signal on the sideline when the when the Patriots are playing. I love that. I enjoy that. But he's not playing. And hey, there's like, no clock I, on Mick. There's no clock on Mick. Like, I enjoy it. You know, if I could get that on TV and then I could send it to the text chain, I enjoy that tremendously. However, he's not on. He's not playing. So like, why do that? Why why do you have to be like that? Grow up. And I think obviously, I mean, Claypool made some incredible plays. Let's not dismiss his talent now, because he made some talented. incredible plays. That pass interference call that he caught that ball was remarkable. That's, really remarkable. And that's the conundrum because they need him. And now Ben, you could tell Ben was barking at Tomlin during the game. There is something about this team just they weren't prepared. They weren't prepared to stop the run, obviously. They're terrible against the run. It's a very weird dichotomy with both the Steelers and the Vikings. Neither can stop the run. Both can sack the quarterback. So it's just right. like this, this divide with those two. Yeah, but I think there's a disconnect offensively. I think Ben, you know, I think Ben would have rather had the old offense. I think this Matt Canada offense and trying to be a little bit more balanced, it just doesn't suit Ben at this point in his career. It really doesn't. I mean, and that's why he plays better when they get behind. That's why he, because he can start throwing it all over the lot. He can stay in his shotgun. He doesn't really, it gets the ball out of his hands in, in record time. You know, I mean, they got nine first downs in the fourth quarter. Right? They got nine first downs, and they didn't convert a third down in the fourth quarter. Think about that. They didn't convert a third down in the fourth quarter and got nine. And we know the opponent was their clock, but I really think, to me, I really think the, the play of the game was third and eight, and, and you know, and, and Cousins tries to throw the ball at 2.30 2, to go in the game. And, and he doesn't let Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh gets away with it. You know? I mean, Pittsburgh didn't have a timeout at that point. They did not have a timeout at that point, okay? So now at 2.30, Pittsburgh used their last timeout, okay? You're on the sidelines coaching the game, all right? We've got to run the ball here because if we, leave, if we throw an incomplete pass here, we'll leave 24 seconds. Remember, the clock is an indication of how many plays, not time. So they'll have at least three more plays to have available to them if we don't run the ball here. And what happened at the end of the game? They had three more plays, and they almost lost the game. And nobody really sees it that way. No one sees it that way at all. The announcers on television don't see it that way. It's three more plays you just gave Minnesota's, you gave Pittsburgh's offense. And so now the game would have been over when Ben passed the ball, you know, to, to McLeod for 10 yards. That would, the game would have been over by that because the, the clock would have started on the four-yard line at the two-minute warning. And probably not the way you want to go when you have a parked car under center to have a terrible offensive front because he was 1-1,000 and he was getting sacked. I mean, he had no time either in the game. Same front last year. They weren't very good. Even though they had named players in the front, they weren't good. You know, uh, you know, the, 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 the Castro was hurt and the Pouncey was hurt. All those guys were hurt. Villanueva didn't play well last year. So they've changed everything, but they still can't protect. I mean, they are in a rebuilding mode with an old quarterback. Not a really good place to be. Nope. Really not a good place to be. Nope. No, wanted to get your take on that. We hadn't discussed it. So, again, both in the mix, I think both teams got to get to nine wins. Tough schedules for both. As we had in the conference play, excuse me, in division play, the Steelers and Vikings. I guess still in the mix. And the Vikings, it's not like they should walk out of that feeling good about themselves. They gave up 21 fourth quarter points at home. Yeah, and I think this, we have to, you know, we are a betting network and we talk about the lines and that's the most important thing. But I think what's going to happen here in the next couple of weeks is going to affect our betting. Is if these coaches, the, the, if you're under contract in the National Football League, you are now allowed to interview for jobs. Not take jobs, interview for jobs in the final two weeks of the season. They passed that rule last year. So, but you have to have an opening. 
there has to be an interim type coach in the position. Are we going to see a mass exodus of these coaches? Is Denver going to fire Vic Fangio because they want to get in the interview pool and not finish the season strong? Is Chicago going to fire Matt Nagy and get into the interview pool? Is is Houston going to fire Dave Cauley and not get, you know, and I'm not saying all these guys are going to get fired. I'm just asking the question. And I think that's going to affect us as betting, and that's going to affect the playoff races tremendously. You mentioned Houston Davis Mills was announced by Coley as the starter uh, this coming Sunday. So we'll get into those matchups coming up in just a little bit. Mike, let's take a second here. 121st meeting Army-Navy. As you mentioned, yeah. MetLife, it's going to be balmy. I mean, it's going to be in the 60s. Strong winds could have winds gusts up to 40 miles an hour, 20, you know, 15 to 25 consistently. So it's in potentially starting to rain as the game progresses there. So it's going to be uh, inclement as far as the weather, although warm. Army open eight and a half. It's dropped down to seven. Army's won four of the last five after losing 14 straight in this series. Yeah, Army obviously is the better team on paper, but this game is means more than just paper, right? This is this is truly about bragging rights, and it's and it's personal, and it's something that that's important to these guys. It's really important, and we know Army's a good team. I mean, Army's on a four-game win streak. They had a three-game losing streak. You know, they play Wisconsin a 2014 game. I mean, this is the number one team in the national in, in that in the in college football in time of possession. They hold this football for over 36 minutes. So the under is certainly going to be always in play. And because the under is going to be in play, that seven seems to be a little rich. I know Navy's not very good. You know, I, I understand that they're having a tough season this year. However, you know, Army's going to run the ball. They're going to milk that clock. You know, and I think if, it, if Army gets to 20, that would be They scored 33 against UMass. I mean, they're not a high-powered team. They're not. They scored 56 against Wake, though. I say that. I mean, think about that. They scored 56 against Wake. You know, you just mentioned Army. By the way, they ran for 180 yards against that Wisconsin defense. So be careful, Navy. Oh, and yeah. I, I mean, it, but it, Navy. But Navy's spring practice is centered on stopping this run. See, Army's the kind of team, a little bit like the Eagles in pro football. You just can't go out there and practice it Thursday, Friday, and Saturday and get ready for it, or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You can't. You've got to be able to have it ingrained in your system. You've got to spend spring ball on it and really understand how to stop it. And Navy does. Navy does because they know they have to beat them. And then Navy's got, you know, Navy's offense hasn't exactly been lights on fire. You know, that's been their problem. They're 115th in the nation. And their defense has struggled. But so for me, Navy will have a, a way of handling it. The problem's going to be can Navy score themselves? Army's just better. They're more athletic. They're 16th in scoring defense in the country. And the elephant in the room, Michael, the total. So we've seen this total open 36 and a half. It's dropped down to 34 and a half. Why is that important? The under has cashed in 14 straight between these two. So in yeah. a combined, what, 34-ish, somewhere in there as far as the combine over the last 14 games. Yeah, I mean, look, if, it, if there was ever a time the under wasn't going to cash, it might be today because Navy just is not very good offensively and defensively particularly. Navy's run defense is 40th rank in the country. You know, and so they're going to struggle a little bit. And, and, but, you know, but the way Army uses the clock and milks the clock. I mean, Army's in four-minute mode the minute the game starts. I mean, they're milking the clock. I was going to say, don't blink because you'll miss Army-Navy today. This game, yeah. the clock's not going to stop except on first downs. That's, it's pretty yeah, much exactly. what it comes down to. So, again, 14, excuse me, fifth, no, 14 straight 
unders. I mean, this is it's a fascinating trend that continues uh, and the legacy grows as we're down to 34 and a half at most shops for Army Navy on the total and the side right now. Army, the better team, lane seven. Okay, Michael, Carl Johnson's going to join us next here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, 40 plus bowl games. That's a big responsibility for you to cap, so let us do it for you. Coming up on Monday, we're releasing the VSIN College Football Bowl Betting Guide. It's only $19.99, so for 40 plus games, let us do the work. Analysis on every bowl game, insights, trends, data, predictions. Again, the guide is dropping on Monday. You can go get it right now, and then we're going to send it to you. VSIN.com slash subscribe. It's just $19.99. Make sure you check out the VSIN College Bowl Betting Guide. Okay, Lombardi Line presented by Bet. MGM. We're going to head out to the Beau Rivage and talk to old boy Carl Johnson. There is a rumor that right before his hit, Michael Lombardi, he had the yeah. money counter out. So if you need a loan from Carl, he's counting cash over there down in the down yeah, in the, you know, the word I the word I reached. I was watching a documentary on on uh, last night on on uh, El Chapo, and they started weighing money because they had so much of it they didn't know how to they couldn't count it that quickly, so they weighed it. I think that's what Carl's doing. He's weighing it down. He's got big scales. That's what they call Carl. Isn't isn't your nickname El Chapo, Carl? El Chapo. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I've, I've watched doc, doc, that documentary. I love it. Uh, but no, look, the money that I'm counting over here isn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the Beau Ravages. How are we feeling, Carl? You good? Yeah, we're doing good, guys. Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, uh, you're, you're well dressed today, as dapper as always. We got the Godfather. Uh, I've missed the Godfather. I, he had a big weekend. He did. He knocked it yeah. out of the park in Texas. Uh, so I yeah, we're so. ready to go here. Yeah. All right, Carl. Now, we'll get to the Final Four. Then I know you've got some NFL you want to get to as well. Let's start with Army-Navy. like to see regionally where these numbers are. Where are you sitting with the side in total right now? Yeah, so uh, it, we opened this game at uh, eight and a half and 36. And right now we're at seven and 35. Uh, so, but I mean, think about this game. So what is this, the 121st or 122nd meeting these yep. teams have played? Just, you know, I, look, I got a soft spot in my heart. It, this game right here, don't matter how good or bad the teams are, just think of all the soldiers that have watched this overseas to, to take three hours away from their time, you know. Uh, this is an important game, and uh, I, I love this stuff. Uh, you know, Army's number two in Russian. Navy's number seven in Russian. I mean, that's going to run a lot of clock. That's why those unders have been good for the last 10, 12 years. So I expect the same today. Carl, down there in Biloxi now, I know you're, you, is it, a, is it a Navy town or an Army town? There's a Navy base I know in Panama, uh, Panama City, which I don't think is too far away, right? But what is it? Is, it, is there any military bases nearby? Yeah, I mean, just a, a block over from us. It's uh, Keesler. Uh, Air Force Base, yeah. So, uh, so this is a yeah, this is a big military town. Uh, a lot of young guys uh, uh, put a lot of time into that stuff, and uh, yeah, we appreciate it. But yeah, this is a big this is a big game here. Yeah, I can imagine that. It's a big game everywhere. I mean, like you mentioned earlier in the show about you know overseas, that's bragging rights. You know, it's bragging rights, and they take this personally, and that's why you know the the one loss records get thrown out the window. The only thing that's consistent about this game is the under. 
<laughs> well, yeah, that, that's right. 14 straight unders, Army-Navy, so they're going yeah. for 15 as, it, as that number continues to dip. Michael, did I hear you say, and we can compare regionally, did I hear you say at the Borgata, Michigan's getting bet big time v. Georgia? Mich yeah, I mean, I think Mich there's a lot of Michigan love. Uh, I think, you know, look, Michigan is a good team. I mean, they pushed around Ohio State. They dominated Iowa. I mean, dominated them. I mean, look, I think we lose a little because Michigan doesn't throw the ball the way most people do. We lose sight of how impactful their offense is, and that offensive line can execute and block, and that's going to be the key against Georgia. So, yeah, I think that, that line's a little high for most people, and I think it's getting bet. Where is it sitting there at the Beau Rivage, Carl, Georgia, Michigan? Yeah, so right now it's sitting at 7.5 and, and 44.5. And I mean, we opened it at 7.5 and, and 43, uh, but uh, it, it looks like uh, on our side there – uh, Michigan is getting 68% uh, of the tickets written and right now 64% of the money. Yeah. I, I think, you, uh, Carl, I have a feeling you'll close below the seven number once we get to that. I really do. I think this game will end up, and I think when you look at the our odds board here, you know, and this is a conglomeration of a bunch of different offshore and onshore betting sites, I think that number is, is going to end up being at six and a half. I really do. I think that that's kind of like where this game is right now, you know, right now, it, on our board, just on our board, 91% of the money is on Michigan. That line yeah. opened up at some shops at eight. It went to nine, and now it's back down to seven and a half. So I, I, there's a lot of Michigan love out there. Yeah, and, you know, I, uh, just from the, you know, how the different different regional stuff is, I, I'm assuming we're going to get some, uh, you know, some, some hometown Georgia money coming in, you know, as this thing gets closer. So I think you're right. It, it might even go below that. Last time I, I have a I have please. a question, Patrick. For both of you, I like to hear both of you. Do you think Kirby would be uh, inclined to start J.T. Daniels against Michigan, knowing that he's going to have to play really if he be beats them, he he needs the better quarterback, or do you think he stays with Stetson Bennett? I, Carl, I'll let you go first. I know that the fan base is calling for J.T. The problem with J.T. is he's a turn he is a park car like Ben Roethlisberger. He can't move, and Bennett gives you that dynamic, Carl. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna. Uh, me personally, I, I I think you're right, Patrick. I think the fans are calling for it. But look, I'm I'm not gonna let that one game define the season that they've had. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start Stetson here. Uh, you know, if, if if they give him, if you know, if he has a bad game, I'm gonna get him out. But uh, I'm gonna go with what's got me to where I'm at. Uh, I, I don't I can't explain the last time, the last game, but. Uh, you, you know, I mean, look what Alabama, Alabama struggled with Auburn, with LSU. I mean, how did they come out and do that? I don't, I don't know. But uh, I'm sticking with Stetson right now. Yeah, if you look at the message boards, Michael, the Georgia message boards, yeah. that JT Daniels is Tom Brady. I mean, they, they, yeah, are, I know, I know. they are freaking out right now down yeah, in Athens. I think Carl made a great point there. I think Carl made a really great point there. I do think the hook's going to be a little quicker. I think the, he's going to go to the bullpen if he has to. I think you'll see him walk out there and, and tap the right hand and say, bring in the right-hander. Let's go. I, I, I think that's the case. I think we, we will see that because he's got to change it up. If he struggles against Michigan, I could see a slight change. And I agree with Carl. Stick with what you got to the dance. But that I think there's going to be a little less, a little bit of a of a, of a, a urge to make a change if things aren't going well. Cincinnati, yeah. Alabama, Carl. Where, where'd you open? Where are you sitting? 
Um, so, yeah, we opened at uh, 14 and 58, and right now we're at 13 and a half and 58 and a half. Uh, now, on the splits, uh, you know, uh, this is not a large sample, but, uh, I mean, it's we've, we've got some pretty good bets uh, in. But on the splits, uh, we're getting 82% uh, of the tickets written on Bama, which we would expect. Uh, but they're getting 93% of the money. 93%. Wow. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I, I love, I got to say, I mean, I don't want to be a snob here, but I think Alabama, I think Cincinnati has been a great story, but I think stories come to an end. I think it's going to be hard for them against Alabama's passing attack. I mean, Alabama, I think Alabama will throw the football much like, much like Houston did in the first half of that game. Not a happy yeah, ending nope. for Cincinnati, huh? Yeah, and you, you know the thing I like about this game is that total is at 58, well, 58 and a half now. You know, I really, I don't see Alabama scoring less than 40 here. Uh, and they're vulnerable. They, they've been vulnerable on defense. So yeah. I, I like the over on this. Yeah, I do too, Carl. I like it a lot. I do too. I think I think Ryder will play well and throw the ball if they can protect up front. If their line can hold up, which they've had been so far this year. But I'm with you. I think I th I don't think this is going to be. I think this is a game that the longer it goes, the powerful team ends up winning in the fourth quarter, and I think that's where the game ends up going, and that's where the cover occurs. Carl, I know yeah. I know you wanted to talk some NFL. We got a couple of minutes here. You wanted to talk some of these splits in the NFL there at the Beau Rivage. Yeah, no, uh, uh, you know, just a couple of things that I noticed, you know, I mean, uh, you know, like the Saints game, uh, I mean, the Saints down here, you know, we're at five and a half and 43, uh, you know, they're getting 50%, 56% of the tickets wrote, but only 43% of the money. So the money's on the Jets there. Um, and then there was another big one. There was uh, the Chargers are getting 69% uh, of the money uh, against the Giants. And the Buccaneers are getting 86% of the money against the Bills. Wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that, is, that, that is certainly the, 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 the you know, because that's not the way it is up here on the East. So those regional betters certainly love the Tom Brady and the Bucks and his, what, 38-2 and two record against Buffalo, I think, is what it is. I mean, it's not yeah. a bad play. Are you three and a half on the Bucks, Carl? Three and a half, laying it? Uh, uh, yeah, we're at three and a half, 51 and a half, yeah. Will you, will you get up to four with all that money coming in, or are you going to just stay at 33 and a half? 33 and a half? No, I'm sure it'll move up. Uh, yeah, I, but I don't look – I think we're going to get some bills, bills money here later on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think this thing will probably stay about where it's at. Okay, Carl, got 30 seconds. What's on the menu today down at the Beau Rivage? Uh, you know, I ate a big breakfast this morning, so uh, you know I, I'm, I, I don't. I, I think I'm gonna tackle a cheeseburger later on. Okay. Uh, but I, I ate a breakfast this morning: bacon, I, eggs, biscuits. I know you won't horse collar that cheeseburger. I know that cheeseburger will be perfectly tackled. <laughs> he's got. He's had a heavy breakfast, so it's gonna be a rough morning. Carl Johnson, stop you by. The best, Say hi Carl. to the superstar you, there, Carl. at Bovervage. Thank you, buddy. Talk to you next week. Take care, guys. Okay, Stephen Bond's got a poll question. This one's going to make Michael happy. Who's the offensive rookie of the year in the NFL? We come back with that. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM, king of sportsbooks. Right now, new customers, a chance to win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 Moneyline wager on Poirier. Uh, the fight tonight, UFC. Again, it's VSIN 200. You got to bet on Dustin Poirier, though. Again, VSIN 200. Go over there right now. $200, $10 investment. Doesn't get better than that. 21 years or older. All promotions are subject to qualification eligibility requirements. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Again, Poirier tonight, VSIN 200 is the code. This is the Lombardi line. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. Hope you're having a nice Saturday. As we, uh, I want to get to the Bills and Bucks. That number's up to three and a half. Carl just let us into yeah. it. Uh, but Stephen mm-hmm. Bond, you know how he is with this poll question. So I'm going to have you see if you can find some value. What? Who would you bet on Michael Lombardi as far as offensive 
Rookie of the Year. We'll go ahead and throw the pull up. You take a look at the numbers. <laughs> Mac Jones is the prohibited uh, favorite here. You want to stoke the fire again, I am. Patrick? I you know. want to stroke the fire St Steven again? And I why are, not? <laughs> we, Stephen and I, are I having mean, a little fun look, with this. Mac Jones is terrible. Why would we even be up there? I mean, he's not worthy of the third pick in the draft. I mean, come on, you know that. I mean, we know earthquakes, and we know he's not worth the third pick in the draft. I mean, seriously, how could he be up there? He only threw three passes in the last game. Belichick doesn't trust him. Yeah. So, you know, why would we put him up there? It clearly has to be, you know, Jamar Chase at plus 300. I mean, why would you even think about a rookie who's gone 6-0 and on the road, who's only got his team back and has got the future? I mean, I was talking to somebody on their staff that, I mean, yesterday, they're, I mean, they're at the point where they're so happy with this guy that they don't even care, like, like, they don't want to move anywhere. Nobody wants to leave the program. Like, nobody's looking to leave the program because they're so happy with the progress of Mac. To me, this is a no, this is no longer a race. This is Mac Jones should be rookie of the year. It's going to kill all the analytical people, the, all the seismologists that are around in the world, all those that, that predicted this was going to be a disaster. It's going to kill all them because he's by far the best, best rookie. He's by far the best quarterback, you know, and he's done exactly what he needed to do. I said this yesterday. The thing that I, I, in talking to them, to the Patriot people, on Friday's practice, they had a 30 to 35 mile an hour wind. And in, in that practice, Mac Jones was 27 for 28. The ball hit the ground one time. Is that good? And I guess, I, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to, some of these other experts who don't have never show Kyle Shanahan that tape. You know, would have to look at that. These people that have never watched no, no football before, but we'll have to watch that tape. But anyway, so my point is, is they looked at each other and said, wow. We, you know, this is, he can, he's another hurdle he's overcome. So I, I think to me, it's pretty clear he's by far the best player. I just don't understand why people can't accept that he's good. Like, why is there still this hesitation? Kyle Shanahan watching Mac Jones tape is like watching Blair Witch Project. You just stay away. We haven't seen, we haven't seen Trey Lance in, in months. We haven't Milk seen cart. him in months. Hope he's doing okay. Milk cart. I mean, look, and, and I think if they go back into Cincinnati and beat the, the Bengals, it's going to be because Garoppolo plays well. I mean, look, Garoppolo has his moments of not playing well, but he has played well over the last month and a half. He gives him the, let's put it this way. Garoppolo gives San Francisco the best chance to win. We're going to get the poll results tomorrow. You can go to at VEASAN Live right now and bet on Offensive Rookie of the Year. Michael, quickly want to throw up Offensive Player of the Year. I want you to take a look at these numbers and see if you can find some value amongst the group. Taylor is your favorite for Offensive Player of the Year at plus 150 and Cooper Cup at 2-1. to one. I mean, look, Offensive Player of the Year, I don't know how, I mean, if Murray wasn't hurt as much as he was, you know, I, I think he's the, he would be one. Brady, I mean, he's going to win MVP, right? So is that why he's 25 to 1? Because we're going to make him the MVP because he's by far the best offensive player of the year, what he's been able to do at his age. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's a fabulous player. Cooper Cup, I, I mean, the Rams are 7 and 4. I like Cooper Cup. Devontae Adams at 20 to 1, to me, he makes that offense go. Debo Samuel, the other thing, I mean, he, you know, he's been hurt too much, but he makes that offense go as well. So I like Brady at 25 yep. I don't know how he's not offense. If you're the MVP and you're an offensive player, aren't you the offensive player of the year too? Little flyer on 25 to one, two horse race for defensive player of the year. Let's go ahead and throw that up. You've got, of course, TJ Watt at two and a quarter and then Miles Garrett at two and a half to one. I, I, I like Judon at 10 to one. If they're the number one seed in the in the if they continue to play this, I mean Judon's got to get some love at ten to one. I mean what Watts the defensive player of the year he's missed games, 
you know, their defense yep. isn't very good, and they're not a playoff team. I mean, to me, if you're the defensive player of the year, you've helped your team win a lot of games. To answer that question, you would look at Tavon Diggs, you would look at Matthew Judon or J.C. Jackson. You know, and I don't think there's enough involvement, but to me, I think Judon has helped his team win more than anybody. Ten to one's a hell of a shot right there. And if they beat, if they come back and beat Cincinnati and they have the number one seed, that ten to one will be down to three to one before we know it. Yep. All right. Good stuff. Again, the poll question's up right now live at VSIN live. Okay. Carl let us right into this. We got to discuss it. Buffalo, Tampa Bay. So let's let's get into this. Buffalo seven and five overall. All of a sudden they're just falling, right? They're six and six ATS. Uh, of course, Tampa Bay, this number open. Three, three and a half. It's sitting three and a half everywhere. So nobody's got a three hanging. Let's get your initial thoughts on the Bills and Bucks. Well, I mean, there's no Tredarius White for the Bills, right? Starla Tui, the defensive tackle, is not going to play either. Their injury report is a little problematic. But I think deeper than that is when you really go over this Bills' eight-win schedule, I think the most impressive win happened in Week 5 when they beat Kansas City, who wasn't the same team. They put 38 on the board, and they beat Kansas City 38-20. to 20. Since then, since then, I mean, we saw Tennessee move the ball on them and win the game 34-31. Tell me a quarterback that they've played that they've beaten that was great. Tell me an elite quarterback. You know, they got a win over Miami. They knocked two out in that game. They beat Washington. Heineke wasn't playing well at that time. Houston with Davis Mills. Okay, Mahomes was a good win. I'll give you it over here. Let's go back to Miami, Tua again, or Brissett. I think it was Brissett at this time. Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence, they lose to him. Right, the Jets, the great Zach Wilson, they lose. They, they beat them. Come back, the Colts. Wentz, okay, not a top ten quarterback. New Orleans with, with uh, uh, our man Trevor Simeon, okay, Trevor Simeon, no good. And then last week against New England, Davis, uh, uh, Mac Jones throws the ball three times. So what passing offense other than the Chiefs have they beaten? No good. No, and they're no good. On, they're on they're on a three and four straight up stretch, and there's they're barely hanging on to a playoff spot right now. This is a team that's going the wrong way. Do you wonder why they rank so high defensively? Because of who they've played. I, I think we have to review the schedules, right? I think you have to go back and really kind of analyze who have you played and why are these numbers. Strength of schedule now is more important than anything. And obviously, the two really good teams that they've played offensively, New England would be a good team offensively, and so would the Colts. They gave up over 200 yards rushing. I mean, for all the people that are out there saying Belichick should have thrown the ball with the wind, do they, do they look at stat sheets? Because the stat sheet said New England on an average per play gained more yards than Buffalo. Who threw the ball? Like, do, do we get that now? New England gained more per play not throwing the ball than Buffalo did throwing the ball. Mm -hmm. So, like, stop with the nonsense. Stop. It's ridiculous. So, Buffalo hasn't been able to rise to the occasion, to me, to play against a really good offense. And I think this is the challenge. Now, now slow down a little bit here. Tampa. Not great in the back end. We know this. But I think the difference in this game will be Tampa's front versus Buffalo's offensive line, which I think is really the root cause of their problem. I think Buffalo's offensive line can get pushed around. I think New England pushed it around. I think the Colts pushed it around. I think any good team can push it around. And I think there lies the problem. And unless Josh Allen is spectacular, I think it's going to be hard for him. 
Well, it was very apparent that Bill Belichick had Sean McDermott shook after Monday night. Guess who he doesn't want to see? He doesn't want to see Tom Brady. He's 0-6 against Brady. By the way, Brady against the Bills? You tell me if this is good. He's 32-3 and against the Bills in his career. Well, I mean, here's the thing. So let's just take let's those numbers are impressive, right? But that's Rex Ryan, that's Leslie. I mean, that's a bunch of coaches that were up there before that that aren't there anymore. The McDermott era is what matters most, and that's those six games that Brady played against McDermott is the only six games Brady has watched all year. Now he's going to study the personnel in the other games, but this is going to be a game plan where I think it's going to be hard for Buffalo because if Buffalo tries to play their nickel front like they typically want to do. They want to play nickel against everything. They're going to get run out of it. Fournette's going to run the ball down their throat. And, and one thing about Arians, he doesn't mind running it. He'll run this thing. And so I think that's going to be the problem. It's Brady is going to get him in a good run. And they'll run the ball down their throats, and it'll be hard. And then Brady will attack if they try to play zone. McDermott's not going to be able to fool Brady like he did Tua. That's not going to happen. They haven't won or covered against a good team, the Bills, in a month, October 10th. So the, the, to your point, they have just been, this has been a downward trajectory, and they're one-dimensional. That's the biggest issue right now. They're well, they, they, because they're one-dimensional because their offensive line is not good enough. They can't play with any power. And so it's easier for them to throw it than it is to run it. Yeah. And well, you can't run on Tampa anyway. He, Josh Allen will probably throw it 47 or more times tomorrow. There it is. Now, that was a tough segment for Stephen Bond, who is a Buffalo, and his mother, Christina. They're a Buffalo Bills fans, so we hate to see it here on the Lombardi Line. When we come back, we'll get back into Army-Navy. We're just getting started. Another hour to go here. Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.